what's going on everyone welcome back to the naked men podcast i am as always nathan and you are benef franklin benef franklin welcome to the show benef it's great to have you here good i invented electricity in some time in some time <laughs> <laughs> i wish you'd get on with that it'd be super useful right now <laughs> uh how's life it's been a while since we've done one of these it feels like it that's very good um nothing i talk i can really talk about on the podcast but you know did some shit had some stuff still uh being painfully ignorant of the coronavirus because i live in taiwan and it basically doesn't exist here so which is nice is it painfully ignorant or are you just sensible I think I'm not sensible. The country's sensible. <laughs> yeah, you're not sensible. You've been rubbing your <laughs> face and everybody like, sneezes. It's <laughs> coughing people's faces like, oh, he's scared, dickhead. <laughs> <laughs> just rubbing your face against dead birds you find on the floor. <laughs> Windows. Uh, so we've got a couple of things we want to talk about. So let's jump straight into it. DC Fandome happened, which is a stupid name. Sure. Was, was it even in a, a dome? It was in a dome. I watched the majority of it, and it was in a big dome. It was in a big green screen dome. Ah, what was your favourite bit about the dome? Ah, just how it could change colour, and people could, would teleport into it, which was nice. Fuck, they've got teleportation. They have. Like, DC's not going to tell anyone, but, you know, that's the next big marketing for them. <laughs> teleport. I bet. So in the fandom, lots of things were revealed. DC usually uh, and most infamously known for making terribly bleak movies uh, also <laughs> have some other stuff to tell us about. So we're going to start with the gaming, I think. Uh, sure. We are both big, big gaming fans and we were fans of the Arkham series as a whole. But yeah. Arkham Knights, to begin with, is it called Arkham yeah. Knights? Yes. Oh, Gotham Knights. Gotham Knights. Yeah. God it's damn it. The gaming part of the DC fandom was actually the thing I'm most excited about. The film, the films do look good to be fair, but like um, Gotham Knights is a really cool idea. It's not actually connected to the Arkham series. It's a new like timeline uh, because uh, they have Red Hood as a playable character in this one, and obviously the Arkham Knight, Jason Todd was uh, the Arkham Knight, and I'm pretty sure he died or something. And um, yeah, so it wouldn't be able. But like basically, the kind of story is that Batman is dead. He'd been taken out by probably the Court of Owls, because the Court of Owls are the uh, villains of the game, the main antagonists. And you can play as either Nightwing, Robin, Batwoman, or, or Red Hood. And you ba- ba- very, very similar gameplay style to Arkham Knight. It's an open world. You've got crimes to deal with. You've got main stories and shit. You can glide around or whatever. You can, like Robin can teleport. There's, I think each character kind of transports a different way. You, like, basically, an Arkham game. But you're playing as a member of the Bat family, and it's also two-player co-op. So. Can we play as Alfred? We can't. I'm pretty sure Alfred's in it. Alfred's mumbling around, but maybe he's a DLC character. God damn it. One of these days. Actually, no, because they mm-hmm. made that Alfred TV series, and it was fucking awful. Okay, never mind. They made an Alfred TV series? Yeah, didn't they? Didn't they make Pennyworth or whatever it was called? Ah, oh, I think I did, but wasn't it a really low budget or some shit? Like, did it even come out? 
Yeah, it did. It came out in 2019. The origin story of Alfred Pennyworth, a former Special Forces soldier living in London, and how he came to work for Bruce Wayne's father. Jack Bannon played Alfred Pennyworth. It sounds like a cool idea, but like something I want to see in like a 20-minute video rather than like hours and hours of TV. (laughs) Yeah, I'm not. I'm not ever watching that. I didn't watch Gotham either. But no, this game. Does look good. I like the Arkham games for the most part. Like Origin, mm. weirdly, I'm in that unpopular camp where I didn't mind Arkham Origins, even though everyone apparently hates it. Whereas Arkham Knight for me was very long in the tooth after a while. It was like it, the, the Batmobile stuff got like too much. There was generally like half the game, and I'm like, eh. the Batmobile actually felt really cool to drive around. Like it felt great, mm. but there was just like too much focus on it. So. And this doesn't, you can't actually drive the Batmobile. You have the Bat bikes, I think. But Bat the Batmobile is like reserved for Batman, I guess. I do like that in Arkham Knight, because obviously you're playing as Batman, and Batman's like, oh, I'm in the shadows. No one will see sure. me coming. But I need a car <laughs> that's also a fucking tank. <laughs> it's like the most unsubtle car in the world. Yeah, <laughs> You like roar up in this battle tank that's super loud, yeah. breaks all the buildings, and it's like hide on top of these gargoyles. They'll never see me coming. And it's like how do well, they like, not? Tank and you just go up in the air like, oh, sneaky now. <laughs> yeah, all you do is like glide up, and it's like, oh, whoa, what, what, what? <laughs> is Batman here? Where, where do you go? He must not be here, even though they're right next to the fucking Batmobile. <laughs> Seven buildings have been destroyed by his yeah. shell. No, no, where is he? Yeah, that was weird. Uh, but this looks fun. The other, the other, the game that is in the Arkham series, though, unless Ben's about to correct me, is Suicide Squad. It is, yeah, I'm pretty sure. It's it's made by Roxy because um, Gotham Knights is made by uh, Warner Brothers Montreal, who actually made Arkham Origins. And uh, they and Rocksteady's next game is Suicide Squad, which I don't like. Uh, Suicide Squad, I think it's coming out like 2022 or something like that. Yeah, um, it's quite far away. Yeah, it's, so I didn't really show any gameplay. It was just a really good trailer. That, that trailer is awesome. That trailer is just really funny. That trailer, I kind of want to be the Suicide Squad movie, but I guess we'll talk about that It's um, it's just very funny, and it's and the kind of objective of the game is to actually kill Superman, which I, I like the idea of. And right now they've only show, they show four. Uh, it's going to be like an open world sort of thing. Other than that, we don't really know too much about the gameplay. Obviously, it's going to be combat. And it's going to be like traversal shit. Um, so the game, the character you play is is Deadshot, King Shark, Harley Quinn, and Captain Boomerang. And uh, that that's all so far. But I, they, I'm we basically know there's going to be more characters down the line. There's like DLC or whatever. But yeah, um, it's it's in, it's in Metropolis in, in this one rather than Gotham. So it's a new city, new like flavor. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure it's going to be great. It's not going to. We don't know that much about it. I like the humor. I like the story. So. Yeah, yeah, it's gonna it's gonna be fun. It's an interesting concept because those characters. I'm not sure how they're going to be able to kill Superman. Uh, but they yeah. Captain Boomerang as well. Could I, could I just say of all the like the golden age of comics was great when everything was cheesy and super cool, but I'm pretty yeah. sure Captain Boomerang is someone we can fucking leave there. <laughs> 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 How useless could you get? 
When this game comes out, I'm going to play as Captain Boomerang, 100%. 100%. He was the funniest one in the trailer, for sure. Um, and being Rogue Opinions, we obviously cover a lot of wrestling. Uh, one thing to say is Samoa Joe, WWE superstar, is the voice of King Shark in, in the cool. game, which is pretty cool. Uh, currently can be yeah. found on the Raw commentary team every Monday night. But uh, he is he is the voice of King Shark, which is nice to see. Nice to see wrestling kind of branching out. Uh, he's got, yeah. A, yeah. got a great voice for doing characters. Yeah. So, I feel that's like cool. Shark is going to get a re-emergence. Like, he's going to become a really popular character because he's in the new Suicide Squad movie and in the new Suicide Squad film. I feel like he's going to be like the secret ingredient. He's going to be like Drax in the first Guardians in the Suicide Squad game. Like, he's going to be the actual character everyone loves. He seems like he's very, like, um, very... Uh, he's gonna be like a funny character. He's gonna be yeah, he's very... quite deadpan, isn't he? Yeah, he's deadpan. His delivery is exactly yeah. like Drax, where it's just that super mellow tone, but saying the funniest things. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, I feel like the comedy of the game is gonna be great. Moving over to the film side, we may as well segue nicely from Suicide Squad the game to Suicide Squad the film. Uh, more wrestlers involved with John Cena playing Peacemaker. Uh, yeah, who has the worst costume in the world? <laughs> they can't all have the worst costume, and I can't really like that. Yeah. All the costumes are fucking ridiculous. <laughs> is insane. Uh, from what we know about the movie, they're kind of ignoring the previous film. Yeah, in a way which is good because the previous film was for the it's most part a hot mess. It really was. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't great, but this looked. It has potential. I love right. James Gunn as a filmmaker. He's like, the majority of films I really like. Obviously, he became very famous in Guardians. But I just love how this, this film looks zany and like, wacky as shit. There's like so many characters. And at least like five of them are going to die. But I love how, how um, they're going to like the D-list of the like, villains. There's like obviously like Rat Catcher 2 and Weasel. There's friggin' I know Bloodsport, which I've never heard of. Like, there's so many characters. Majority of the cast. I'm I'm a somewhat big comic book guy. I'm more Marvel than DC, but like I've read some Flash comics. I read some Batman comics. You know, read some Nightwing stuff. I've never heard of like ten of these characters. Yeah. So it'd be cool to like see them. A lot of them, I feel like, going to be like comic, like, to me, comedy, like, relief and stuff like that. But I'm not against it. No, I'm not against it. It, look, it looks fun. DC movies are a little bit tricky for to yeah. wonder if you should waste your time on them <laughs> of late. But I think there was a couple of there's quite a few reasons to be excited for some DC movies. I think this is one of them. It does look zany and wacky. James Gunn always catches a good light-hearted tone. Yeah, uh, as sure. a director, he's pretty good at that. He's also good at involving color, which has been DC's weak point. And, <laughs> Yeah, they seem to only do things in black and white. And, mm. But sticking with kind of that universe over to over to the Batman. Yeah. And or, or Batman, should we go, should we should we talk about Black Adam first and do Batman last? Sure. I actually think I missed most Black Adam stuff. I think I watched like a trailer where the Rock like narrates it, but other than that, yeah. I didn't see anything. That was all that it was. It was like a load of concept art and everything, uh, and the Rock kind of talking about it. Uh, he looks cool. 
it, we kind of progressed up the wrestlers as movie star scale i've just realized yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> but we've, re- we've reached the peak which is future u.s president dwayne the rock johnson and yeah, uh i'll america that happens <laughs> that would be amazing <laughs> oh, everyone, everyone would just get a free protein shaker right. oh god <laughs> uh it, it's probably gonna be good at the rock I mean, what more can you say? They're yeah. going to make a boatload of cash. That's why they've made the big investment in Dwayne. And uh, yeah, I don't know that much about a Black Adam as a character. I know he was like, he's like a really old character who's lived for like two thousand years. He was obviously Shazam before Shazam was Shazam. I should say Shazam a lot. And uh, yeah, then he became Black Adam. I mean, I, 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 I'm just most excited to see Rock. I love Shazam actually as a film. That's probably my favorite DC movie so far. And, um, yeah, this is Black Adam is going to be like maybe a sequel to it, kind of. But, like, uh, I, I just want to see Rock being a bad guy because we've never really seen that, really. Never seen Bot Block, uh, The Rock, not Block, uh, being like completely ma- malicious and maniacal. That just uh, that excites me. Yeah, the only time I can really think of when he's been actually a bad guy were, well, in Ballers, he's a sports agent. They're pretty bad guys. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Scorpion <laughs> King, which is like the worst film in the world. Yeah, that's just a bad or like movie. Mummy. Yeah. Yeah, in that one of the Mummy ones, he was the bad guy. At the end, when he was literally a human scorpion, but like, yeah. he wasn't really there because yeah. it was just terrible CGI. He didn't really say anything. Like he generally just like did some looks, and it was just like terrible CGI. Yeah. He didn't he didn't use any of his acting chops, which he kind of has got. If you is he a bad guy in Rampage because he keeps that keeps that giant monkey as a pet and that, that's, a a wild, that's a wild a animal. Monkey, yeah. No, it's it's in like a zoo. It's in a. Uh, he's a very good guy in Rampage. He like loves animals. Um, Rampage is the most forgettable film maybe I've ever seen in my life. But like he's, he's a decent guy. You love the guy in Rampage. Is he a bad guy in San Andreas because he steals loads of vehicles? But the world's ending. Who gives a fuck? There's like, like lots of shit going on, you know. All right, so he's never been a bad guy. Definitively, we have decided <laughs> it. We have seen all his movies, and uh, yeah, he's, he's he's never been a bad guy. So it's going to be fun. I think we were just waiting since all these universes got kind of made, and then the rocks rise from probably like 2009 to 2013, 2014 to be like an absolute megastar. We've kind of been waiting. Sure. Who's going to who's going to open their wallet? first and bring the rock in and uh sure. dc is obviously one well, <laughs> so, yeah <laughs> so i can't even imagine how much he's getting paid for this movie oh hundreds of millions <laughs> oh easily easily because yeah. he made um what was it he was 370 million last year because he was the really? highest paid actor in the world yeah according to forbes sure. i reckon I he's like he didn't in that many films like he was in uh jumanji 2 hobbs and uh, what else is he I'm, I'm sure, I'm sure. And, I think that's uh, it, right? Uh, I think so, yeah. Then, yeah. But then he's probably going to... I don't know how getting paid for a movie works, because is he going to... Do you get paid immediately? Or is is this also money depends. from the previous year? Yeah, I, I think it depends. Like, uh, you get, like, revenue. Some people can sign to get revenue. Like, I know uh, uh, Robert Downey Jr. got, like, I don't know, like a percent, one percent of the revenue of like Infinity War and Endgame, because he, uh, he had like a, 
when Civil War was coming out, he had to like re- he had to resign, and he had got like good lawyers or whatever. So yeah, doesn't he own part of the rights to Iron Man the character, or am I? I think reading that it's something like that, isn't it? Yeah. Well, what a deal, but but yeah, it's also residuals from older movies, isn't it? Because you get a check every sure. quarter. Because don't the friend the Friends cast still get like a million over a million each or something crazy just from Friends? Really? That's it's something funny. insane like that. They get <laughs> crazy good residuals still. So that's why yeah. none of them have to work, other than none of them being good yeah. actors. Hey, hey, well, hey. who said that? Jennifer Aniston quality. <laughs> Jennifer Aniston quality. No, she hangs out with Adam Sandler. Ah, <laughs> oh, she's she's charming. She's she's got some acting chops. She's, you ever seen Cake? You ever seen Cake, my friend? No, I've not seen Cake, my friend. What Cake? And then you'll have, have a different opinion of Jennifer Aniston. Not in a sexy way, not in a way. You're going to think she's talented <laughs> as fuck. You sexist dickhead. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, uh, Chan- who's Chandler? What's his real name? Uh, Matthew Matthew Perry. 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 Yeah, he was good in that one yeah, episode of Scrubs he was in. <laughs> yeah, he hasn't really done much. But apparently the guy's like a raging alcoholic. Or he used to be. I used, used to be. To, uh, he, it... he was on Graham Norton a couple of years ago because he was uh, producing a play in the West End. So I think he's doing just fine. Courtney Cox is going to be in another Scream movie. Really? Yeah, yeah, Courtney Cox was in sitcom Coog or something, and then never really done anything else. She was also in Scrubs for a bit as well, I think. Oh. Or House. Scrubs or House, one of them. Maybe both. Sure, sure. <laughs> but I guess they don't have to work in so who the fuck are we to judge? David Schwimmer was in, he was a giraffe in Madagascar, and he was in that TV show not long ago, wasn't he? What was it called? Yeah. Apparently he's more like a director now, though. Yeah, he's a real Zach Braff. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just really fancy watching Scrubs now. Um, anyway, that, that, that's got nothing to do with DC. Oh, imagine if they brought Friends in as the DC. Into DC. That'd be great. Like, uh, wasn't there like recent talk about like, apparently there's actually going to be a Friends movie? I'm pretty, like, I'm pretty sure someone was like, yeah, yeah, it was like no, an actual going to be a Friends reunion. Um, yeah. another episode they were meant to film it before covid and then covid happened so they couldn't but they're filming it soon okay i'll be interested like friends is one of, I, I used to love friends so much when i was like a kid and teenager friends and now it's like it's terrible it's not terrible it none of them are nice none of them are people you want to be friends with uh, but phoebe's nice I feel like uh, Ross is kind of nice. Ross is. Ross needs better friends. He's the only nice one. Like, all he wants to do is get on with his life, and these people just keep interfering with his world. Like, he, he would have been happily married if Jennifer Aniston didn't keep ruining all his marriages. Uh, I mean, the first one's a lesbian. The second one, yeah. Okay. I don't know what you meant to that. <laughs> you do. I've been in that position. Had to get the one. <laughs> <laughs> um, this has nothing to do with what we're meant to be talking about. But let's get on to let's the Batman. The Batman. Oh yeah, the Batman. The Batman looks great. I'm honestly, it's not the film's fault, but it's like 
it looks very Nolan-y. Like, in my opinion, it looks like super Nolan, which I, I love the Nolan films. They're great. Dark Knight is still great. Fuck you. Uh, but, like, <laughs> you know, this is literally like the ninth Batman film it's ever made. So I'm just like, ah, okay, more Batman. I mean, I like this, I like all the things it's doing. I do. I, I like, I love Paul Dano as the Riddler. He's going to be fucking great. The new Batman suit is sexy as hell. And that scene when he beats the shit out of some Joker henchman is great. It's just, you know, it's more Batman. I'm like, okay. I'd rather see, like, a Flash film. I'd rather see a, uh, a Booster Gold film. I'd, I'd rather do, like, a bunch of it. I pitched this on the last Grapple update, which you guys can go back and listen to because we talked about DC for about the first 10 minutes of that. But I want to pitch this to you because I've not told you this. But I think instead of... Obviously, every Batman film apparently needs to have a scene where the parents die. That seems to be one of the fun. It's like Hollywood's gatekeeping to are you allowed to make a Batman movie is make an interesting Martha dying scene. But what if this scene, the first scene of this movie, is the riot scene from Joker where the Waynes die? And then it flashes forward to this Bruce Wayne as Batman. And the the Bruce Wayne from Joker is Robert Pattinson. Yeah. That would be that would be great. I'm not sure if this film uh, is connected to the Joke film because that was meant to be like standalone. But I'd love that to happen. And but I, I kind of like a see how like what year was that? Because the Joke was meant to be in the 80s, right? 80s. How yes. old would Joaquin Phoenix have to be right now? So he'd have to be like what 35 years old on average, old, older than he is now. And he's what, like, I don't know, he, he looked about 40 maybe in Joker. So he need, he need to have, like, a really old Joker, which could work, you know? I don't know. Could he could have been 40. He could have been 30. Because, like, the point was he was just super yeah. run down and, like, an alcoholic, True. drug addict kind of guy. So he might have just been one of those people that um, looks like he's 40 for, like, the first 40 years of his life. But still, <laughs> it's like a 65-year-old Joker, which... Could work like Because Wacking yeah. Phoenix has said he do, he doesn't like doing sequels, does he? He want he likes doing standalone yeah. movies. So maybe yeah. the Joker that Robert Pattinson faces isn't the Joker from that movie, yeah, but you can still have. Sure. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I like that idea because I feel like that's kind of maybe that's a little bit happening because when he beats up that that thug. It, they look like a Joker gang. They, they just look like people inspired by the Joker with the makeup. There's even a guy with like the stitching around his lips. So I feel like they're definitely going to be like the Joker's inspired gang. So yeah, yeah. they could. I, I'd love that'd be really cool if that happens. That'd be great. Yeah, there's just so much DC content because we we spoke about it a few weeks ago on the show as well. But obviously the Snyder Cut is coming. Apparently Batflick isn't dead. There is going to be more Batflick. So there's just apparently, yeah, there's too much. Yeah, I mean, we don't need this. We could handle it, but could anyone else? We're nerds, so we we know what's going on. But like, everyone would be like so confused, be like, "Why is there two Batman's on the screen?" Yeah, yeah. I think you just pick one. You either go run with make Pattinson a standalone Batman movie, and then move on if you're going to stick with Batflick. Or sure. I think Zack Snyder just needs to. I, I, I'm sure he's a lovely guy, but go away. No, just leave <laughs> stuff alone and stop breaking stuff. Like yeah. he keeps yeah. going in charge of these movies 
and then he just keeps every ever since 300 he has broken every movie he's worked on I think 300 is a great movie, to be fair. Yeah, 300 is great. I'm saying since yeah. 300 so is a good one. Good Everything well. moving yeah. forward. Yeah. <laughs> it's not, is it just a very visual director? Like, the, the writing has never been, like, amazing in his films. There's some great quotes in 300, and there's some good characters. But it wasn't, like, an amazingly written film. Um, yeah, so it's very just a visual guy who loves, like, putting music behind visual he'd be like amazing at music videos but maybe not so much as like stories um he made a music video into a movie yeah and you, and you loved it i do love it i was <laughs> talking about it, i'm like i kind of want to just watch suck a bunch no, I mean, it's on prime <laughs> i mean i'm just trying it but um yeah, it's, it's just I, I, all I want is just to get a bag of weed and just watch Sucker Punch. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but he did. He needs to stop. Someone needs to stop him. There's only yeah. so much slow motion movies should have. True. Right. And the Snyder Cut is not going to be good. It's not. People it's are like, four hours long. Listen. It's four hours long. I'm going to watch it, but I'm going to be like maybe regret the time I, I put into it afterwards because. There's gonna, I'm going to watch it. I, I kind of wish there was another version where I could just watch the new scenes. I don't want to watch Justice League ever again. It's a 5 out of 10, if I'm being generous. It's such a mediocre film. It's painful. Um, and like I don't want to watch those scenes again. I've watched it like twice for some reason. And uh, I regretted watching it a second time. I watched it. I regretted watching the first one. So I want to just see all the new shit. I want to see... Just random Easter eggs they put in. Because I know that like, there seems to be a lot of new scenes, a lot of just random shit. Like, you see, like, Black Suit Superman. You see more of the stuff when it was the... when Darkseid came to the world or whatever. Uh, that is cool. I'll watch it just for, like, the fandom value. And because I'm, like, I like comic books. But, yeah, it's not going to be good. It's going to yeah. be clunky. It's going to be messy there's gonna be like really shit scenes in it it's gonna suck and everyone's hyping up too much ben affleck needs to stop yeah <laughs> they, they both need to stop they just go away i'm like, pretty sure all the cast members are like um like hyped up like a guy played cyborg gal gadot um who's the guy that plays aquaman jason uh, Moreau, Oh yeah, release Slime Cut. And it is kind of cool. And now, um, basically, this has happened because of like Twitter, essentially. There's people because like, oh yeah, release Slime Cut, they've been like, hashtagging it and people want it. So they were like, oh, we see a marketing opportunity. We see some a way to make some money, get some subscribers on HBO Max. And that, I, I like that it's happening, but it's not going to be a good film. Sorry. No, it's not going to be good. It's not going to be good at all. But... Uh, anything else you want to say about DC fandom? Uh, I don't think so. I think huh? Well, we have decided that what we're going to do is make our own movies this week. That's what we usually do. But this time we're going to base it on movies based on moments in life that we think deserve them. So sometimes sure. things happen in life, like whether it's a news story, whether it's something insignificant. Whatever it is, we think they need to be chronicled and made into movies by anyone but Zack Snyder. Okay, together. Maybe not. Uh, 
Maybe not who. Who's a shit director? Terrence Maybe Malick. Other sure, Terrence Malick's pretty shit. Maybe not the guy who did Blade Trinity. Uh, fuck, I forgot his name. That oh, guy. well. Ow. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe not. Who else do we, would we not want? I wouldn't want Ryan Johnson to make a movie out of my moments. Oh, I would maybe. Ryan Johnson is a good director. Have you ever seen Knives Out? I watched it literally yesterday. Yeah? What do you think of it? I thought it was boring. I liked it. I didn't think it was like amazing, but I thought it was a solid film. I was going in expecting a nice murder mystery, and I was, and then they told me who did it immediately, and I was like, oh. And then the whole film, I was like, surely there's going to be a good twist, and then there wasn't. Yeah. Pretty much, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <I still like> it. <laughs> the trailer made it seem like it was going to be this this comedic, mm. funny mystery. You got Daniel Craig doing a weird accent. Chris Evans yeah. is there for he. My God, that guy. No matter how much he got paid, he got paid too much to do that movie. He's in it for like ten minutes. <laughs> oh yeah, he is. Yeah. <laughs> I, I like the character preference play because I'm so used to him playing Captain America, right? Who's like the nicest person in the world. And he just plays a fucking douchebag in this, so, which I kind of love. Yeah, and he's in it for like two seconds. The girl from the mm. first season of 13 Reasons Why was there. Again, she was in it for about five minutes. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm sure. And the uh, main really... from, uh, what's that, Knock Knock? That movie where Keanu Reeves gets like... Oh, yeah, like, yeah. Like, where he gets, really hot like... She's one of the hot women, yeah. If you guys have not seen Knock Knock, go watch it. Go watch it. Give yourself a little treat. Yeah, it's steamy. You get to see steamy Keanu Reeves. Doesn't everyone love steamy Keanu Reeves? Everyone loves Keanu Reeves. That's someone who should be a Marvel superhero next. Or should. a DC one. Not DC. Don't do it, Keanu. Go to Marvel. Yeah, I, I kind of want Keanu Reeves like the Silver Surfer. Ah, oh, we've said this before, yeah. Then he could do all of his best lines from Point Break. Yeah. Now, that's what we want. <laughs> that's what we need. <laughs> but uh, no, give it, give me a, sell me a movie. Why should I give you fifty million dollars to make a movie about a random moment, Ben? Okay, so the first one, I've got four different ideas. One is called Cluster Balloon. Okay, so ever seen the movie Up? You know Up? No. You that's, seen a very, Up? that's a very contentious contentious debate that rages in my household is that i've not seen not seen it up up is fantastic one of the best, one of my favorite pixar movies yes it's because of 10 minutes but it's the best montage you'll ever see and it will make you cry your fucking eyes out i know you're soulless but you know it's like rummy's coming in there but up is fantastic go watch it anyway you know what it's about, like a guy like uh, tying balloons to his house, right? And he uh, goes and floats and tries to find this like mysterious island. Yeah, it's about a guy uh, sucking on balloons at a rave, right? <laughs> no, no, that's that summer two years ago. That's we, my uh, that's my up. version of up. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. But like uh, up is about an old guy who just lost his what? Anyway, I'm focusing too much on up. <laughs> basically, a guy actually tried it. He took a lawn chair, tied forty-five eight-foot balloons to it, and strapped him and and uh, duct taped himself to a lawn chair so it floated up into the sky, right? And um, it, it was <laughs> it reached sixteen thousand feet. 
He also took a pellet gun, a camera, a CB radio, a couple of sandwiches and four beers, right? <laughs> he, he climbed on this lawn chair, just repelled by um, balloons to 16,000 feet, right? People usually skydive at 20,000 feet, right? Some people skydive as their first time, 10,000 feet. So this is above clouds, right? Because he had 45 eight-foot balloons, right? So he had a lot. This guy is ballsy as shit. Um, then once he climbed to 16,000 feet, he started shooting several balloons with pellet guns to basically pop them. And, uh, yeah, so, like, one at a time, it's, like, slowly drifting down, right? And he just flied down. But his balloons got caught in power cables, and it caused... And it caused a city-wide blackout for like 20 minutes. But like, this wasn't that long ago. This was like four years ago. And uh, yeah, but the dude landed completely safely, completely safely, had no injury at all. Because eventually it was blocked because of the electricity. And then he, I guess he just like tore his way out of the tape. And uh, yeah, and birthed the actual kind of professional sport of cluster balloon. People do this on a regular basis now. <laughs> <laughs> Can we get ESPN to just cover the actual sport? We should. We really should. <laughs> Who's playing uh, the guy in the chair? I, I was generally thinking maybe Keanu, I've got different ideas. Seth Rogen, Keanu Reeves, or uh, what's the uh, Shia LaBeouf? Oh god, not Shia LaBeouf. No, <laughs> not so, playing uh, him in a movie again. He's a great actor. He's, got, he's a bit weird guy, but you know, he's a great actor. Actually, have you seen the hot ones with Shia LaBeouf? Yeah, it's weird. Yeah, but he seems like a decent guy. I'm pretty sure he's, like, okay. I think he's probably, um... I think he is probably a psychopath. I mean, so am I. So are you. But, like, sure. they could be decent for psychopaths in the world. No, so look at Elon Musk. That guy is definitely a psychopath, but he's going to change the way we live. He is nuts. That's one movie I'd like to see. It's just a, a oh, camera. Oh, I idea the biology of Elon Musk. Yeah, yeah. but it's just Elon Musk on Twitter. <laughs> sure. I would it's just like to see the thought process behind every tweet he sends. <laughs> Some of it is like him trying to be like really jokey because he has such a serious... Whenever you see like an interview, he's so serious. Like He has like no whimsical quality about him. <laughs> like someone has been like, Oh yeah, you should try and be more lighthearted. So he just random does some he like researches what's a joke and he just like puts the first thing he finds in Google. <laughs> <laughs> he just Googles how to joke before yeah, every tweet. <laughs> Have you seen when he uh the when he hosted that meme review show of PewDiePie's on YouTube? No, I didn't know that was a thing. Okay, so he, he did with one of his friends uh there's like one bit where it's the meme is just a picture of a dead deer at the bottom of a swimming pool. Okay. And Elon Musk just loses it laughing, and it's the most psychopathic thing <laughs> you've ever seen. <laughs> he just loses his shit, and his friends like next to him, like <laughs> looking at him, like what? And he's like laughing out loud at this dead deer. That's fucking brilliant! I need to watch that. <laughs> I'm gonna watch that as soon as we finish. It's so strange. <laughs> It's from like, probably a year or two ago now, but it's yeah. really weird. <laughs> What's it called again? I'll find I'll find it for you uh, after after we finish recording this. But yeah. it's, it's really strange. Um, so 
I had a few ideas for what I'd like to do, and then I got inspiration for my movie. And the inspiration came from the best person I know, which was me. And uh, yesterday, I made my yesterday at the time of recording, I made my first attempt at mowing the lawn. Sure. And it was a lot more difficult than I anticipated, uh, mostly because I am inept at all things DIY. Mm. and uh, I didn't have an extension lead long enough to do the entire garden. Uh, so now parts of it, just like a quarter of it's just not done. And yeah. I didn't do straight lines either because I wasn't sure what I was doing. I kind of used a lawnmower like you do a hoover. Where you yeah. just like, go forward and then back, hoover <laughs> forward and back and everything like that. Uh, so I want to turn that struggle into the greatest indie movie possible because indie movies these days are about things that are very inconsequential but done at a really heightened level of emotion true very yeah. true like going out for brunch is a genre of indie movie at this point kind of yeah yeah i agree <laughs> <laughs> uh, so i love it really yeah, there's no brunch in this. Uh, there's no avocados either. There's just oh. one man trying to do his best. His his beautiful girlfriend is watching him try and mow the lawn, and he wants to look as manly as possible at all times. Yeah. So I'm talking about close-ups of sweat dripping down this man. So who's going to play me? Probably something like uh, uh, Zac Efron, definitely. Sure. Makes yeah, all the sense in the world. Just him okay. sweating and topless for the entire movie, yeah, yeah. Uh, trying to get the blade off so that he could put the spaces on so the blade's lower. Mm. And uh, then it starts to rain for a bit. Because uh, so, you, you need to glam it up. So obviously it's going to yeah, rain. Yeah. So it gets, like, you know, the rain just drips and you've got to shake your head and it goes slow-mo. This is yeah. the bit we get thundering. I feel like we need a bigger struggle than extension lead not long enough. So yeah. I'm thinking like... You can have alligator in your back lawn oh he used to fight off and fight off a wild animal what's like a wild yeah. animal around here probably just a feral drunk person <laughs> there's, there's no wildlife here <laughs> it's all concrete Dave from the chippy <laughs> yeah just just a bloke like just got really pissed and just like pissing on your fucking garden home yeah and used to fight him off in like a in a really hey like, by Barack Obama it's the only thing that makes sense and uh yeah and i think you could have the lawnmower not work for a bit but they don't know why and then like this guy yeah this guy then has to spend 20 minutes of the movie on the phone to uh to the company's like head office trying to work out what's wrong i've just forgotten with the lawnmower company flymo (laughs) yeah he's on the phone to flymo but it was a saturday ah Oh, I think that's the best movie ever made. Directed by who's that French guy, Michel Gondry? Sure. Yeah. It sounds French. That he is very French. Yeah. Who's the guy? Uh, it'd be who's the guy in Boyhood to be his film. Mm, uh, I never watched Boyhood. Boyhood is amazing. You should watch Boyhood. Mm. It's very long. It's like Richard Linklater. The last one. Yeah, this would be this would be his film. 
Yeah, it's right up his street. And uh, yeah, it's an indie movie. So I'm thinking you've got to make it on about $10 million. To be fair, though, I don't think this movie would have cost $10 million. Because it's really just set on a lawn, right? Yeah. And, and it, it, there's going to be a scene where you phone someone, right? There's yep. going to be Barack Obama. Barack Obama is probably going to take at least $7 million of, of, of the profit, of yep. the uh, uh, budget. And yes, yeah, so you just got to get a random dude. Uh, Zach Efron might be you. I feel like you're more Zach Galifianakis. To be fair, they're probably going to cost the same. <laughs> True. No, we've, got to get someone, um, yeah. we've got to get someone who's not going to if it's an in, proper indie movie we don't want to go union so we don't want them and we don't want anyone getting like their sag card no no screen oh, actors yeah. guild involved here so we need someone that would True. be happy to not do that and i feel like we've got to go back to someone we keep mentioning uh which is zach braff, zach braff. yeah zach he won't go on union he doesn't do anything but direct episodes of random tv shows these days Really, <laughs> but Zach Braff has got—he's made some good movies. Garden State is a great movie, and what yeah, was the one? Two thousand and five. It's still a great movie, and yeah. Wish You Were Here is pretty good as well. I think um, one about his like dad dying. It wasn't amazing, but it was, it was solid. He's got some got, kids, got some talent. All right, so I'm not going to be Zach Braff. So who's who's beneath that? Can we just get Michael C. Hall? He's not up to anything. True. True. That's true. Oh, actually, he okay. was in that. He's in that Netflix show where he was doing a British accent. Oh yeah, oh, it's, it's yeah. so bad. <laughs> I never watched it, but it looked really shit. Yeah, I'm sure we could get him like ten grand. Yeah. I reckon we could get him on a podcast. I don't Probably. feel like Michael yeah. Seahall's out of our realm of possibility. Maybe he does have social media. Really We'd be like. Aah! <laughs> we would get so weird. <laughs> Most of the podcast would be you giving like a twenty, trying to ask him why they made the final season of Dexter. Yeah, like, but you explain it in like you're questioning why about you twenty minutes. <laughs> why did you leave your baby with a serial killer? You fucking idiot. You <laughs> would like, do that. You would not be brave enough to do that. You would explain why from no, in do, your do. point of view. Uh, I do. I'd get like a bunch of cocaine and then just snort. <laughs> 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 <Whoa! laughs> I reckon we could get one of them, someone who has been on Dexter on this podcast within the next six weeks. I reckon I could pull that off. Really? That's a challenge. Let's get, uh, who was the Asian guy who was like quite cool? I remember that. Suka. Uh, like, Suka, yeah, let's get Suka. All right. Let's do it. Or Angel. Re- Angel I, think, I think David Zayas would actually be the hardest one to get on the podcast because he's, he's actually done some, some shit. He? he was the bad guy in Expendables 1. I remember that. Yeah, that's, that's, that's big business. Yeah, what the fuck has everyone else done? <laughs> yeah, true. <laughs> Jennifer Carpenter was in quarantine. And, oh, no, she was on the she was on some show lately, like some animated thing. Oh, oh. Yeah, she's doing something at the minute. All right, she would be the hardest one to get on. Probably. All right, you've had a hit. Within the next six weeks, we're going to have a member of the cast of Dexter on the podcast. <laughs> Who was uh, Rhodes? Was it Rhodes? The uh, the guy who like was really suspicious of Dexter. He died in at the end of like season two or oh, something. Oh, Dokes. Eric King. Oh, yeah. Let's get that guy. Dokes is awesome. He Dokes retweeted like a tweet guy. of mine not long ago. Did he? Look at you, fucking Hollywood. Yeah, I could get. I'll try and get Eric King on the podcast. 
do it, do it, man. <laughs> she would definitely like quit our call after like 20 minutes to be like, you have said seven things that are racist <laughs> and you laugh at me. <laughs> <laughs> all right we'll try we'll try our best but uh all right i will be played by eric king in this movie yeah you're yeah. gonna be in it but as the the drunk guy who runs into my garden and that's the yeah. major conflict of the movie yeah i'm just fucking with your garden what kicking over your lawnmower electric powered lawnmower get petrol powered you bitch <laughs> stop saving the world <laughs> <laughs> I know it needs to have a really dramatic name because it's an indie movie, so I think it'd just be called Mode. Mode, yeah. Yeah, but M O W E D. M O W E D. Sure. What's that? What's that? Let's do one more each. Okay. Oh, uh, I want to do the. Do you know who Joey Diaz is? I know the name, but you're gonna need to remind yeah. who. He's a really. He's a. He's quite a big guy. He's been in some. Uh, Comedies as like starring. Oh, characters. the comedian. Comedian, great yeah. comedian. Comedian. I want to do a film about the life of Joey Diaz because that guy has had a fucking life. Like he has experienced so much shit, and I feel like he'd make it like a really cool, funny movie. So it's gonna go a little bit over his life story. Okay, raised by a single mother in uh, California, and never knew really knew his father. So you know, bit of a bit of a struggle there, a bit of a tough life, whatever. Starting doing drugs at a very young age, but and I mean a young age, like nine years old. So he was doing like cocaine by the age of like nine, literally. And found his mother dead on the kitchen floor on his first ever trip of acid. Jesus. So, that's something, yeah. And this is like a fall for way through. Uh, then became a homeless thief and a drug dealer with a really nasty like cocaine habit. He's, he literally used to like sleep in like parks for like 10 years. Stole from everywhere, including cops, hospitals, and like everything in between. Like he, he, like he's a frequent on the uh, Joe Rogan podcast. Yeah, he has got some fascinating stories. Like a drug just stealing from everywhere you can think of. Like he would admit that he used to be a piece of shit when he was like twenty, twenty-five. Like he just was like he just is still he had like no morality. He just is, he used to literally blackmail cops as a homeless guy. <laughs> like he's got some fucking stories, some amazing stories. And uh, yeah, we went to prison. Eventually, was uh, I can't actually remember what he went to prison. It was something not that serious. I think it was like stealing a car or something. Um, was a dodgy guy for several years in prison. Like made like you know worked in the hierarchy of prison for several years. And then eventually people decided because he like, you know, you get pretty good bonds in prison. You talk to random people a lot. Decided to become a comedian and realized people thought he was like really funny. He's like a, just a very, very good storyteller. And he's a good joke teller. So then got out, went on the road with Joe Rogan and became one of the most famous American pe- comedians in the world and a massive podcaster. Like he's super rich now. And he's fucking turned his life around. So I feel like that would be a really, really good movie. Uh, but I'd be really hopeful because, you know, he turns into that right around, becomes a good guy uh, eventually. But, like, you know, he, he went for years. Like, he was literally homeless for, like, 10 years. And then in prison for, like, four or five. So he had a hard life. And also, the, when he was a thief, that would, I feel like that would be a good part of the movie because he, he, he stole from, like, only, like, government people. He, he stole. He literally, like, uh, policemen kept trying to arrest him. But he was just like he knew how to play him in a in a weird like maniacal way. So like there'll be like, loads of great scenes of him like doing some random like heist, 
and he's pulling off because he's like a madman. But like a madman with a heart of gold. He was just trying to make his way in the world, you know? Joey Diaz, the story. I think that's really, really good. I can't pretend to know much about uh, yeah. about the guy. But I think he was on an episode of Hot Ones at one point. He was. He was. Yeah. So let, let's make it. Who's going to play him? Um, he's, a, he's a rather big guy. A rather big Mexican guy. So it's going to be uh, Gabriel Inglésio. Sure. Gabriel Inglésio is kind of stuff. Yeah. Maybe it's Joey Diaz himself. Yeah, just Joey Diaz. Kind of but we just CGI yeah. him down to look young. Yeah, yeah. Just make him somehow really thin and, and small at some point. Yeah, we could do that. It, it was like, it did it in Benjamin Button, and now it's like nine years later, so, you know. I generally think, like, if there was ever a film about a real-life person, I would want it to be Joey Diaz. Yeah, I can't, I can't, can't agree. There's no jokes here. I just think that's a really good idea. Mm. Who's, who's directing it? Oh, good idea. Uh, who is directing it? I feel like they need like a indie done. I feel it's like Rain Johnson would be good. Kenny's would be good. Kenny's would be very good. Uh, who directing it? I don't think we should get Clint Eastwood directing a movie about Frank Mexican. <laughs> no, Woody, ha- Woody Harris. Woody, what's, what's the guy who like fucked up on the world called? Woody Harrison? No, no, Woody Harrison. Uh, who's his director? He's like married to like an underage guy, girl. What? Woody, Woody, yeah, Woody. Oh, Woody Allen. Woody Allen, that's the one. Yeah, get Woody Jesus. Allen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's a Jimmy Ring, right? He's just like, he's like married to like a 14 year old or something. Oh, there's something weird about that, but we don't need to get into that. That'd make a good mm. movie, though. It would make a great movie. And Woody Allen has some talent, I think, even though he's like a piece of shit. He's, he's made some good movies. Yeah, I did. I don't know if he does anymore. But mm. Everyone just pretends they don't know him, even though they all do. They're like, oh, Woody Allen? No, I never met the guy. I don't know anything about him being a piece of shit. It's like, what? You're, <laughs> what? <laughs> you're standing next to him. You made two films of him. Yeah, you're literally talking to him. I am Woody Allen. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they all knew. Yeah, they all knew. Uh, so I would like to make... So hear me out on this one, because it's going to sound like a really oh. stupid idea, which oh, yeah. is unusual for this podcast. Sure. But I would like to make a documentary about someone who's making a documentary. Okay. So I want to follow someone around who's also following someone around to see <laughs> how the documentary things uh, are made. So it's going to be Michael Moore, obviously. Sure. Because I'm, not, I'm not too interested in what Louis Theroux does. And, uh, hey, badass. He's a British gem. He he's a nice cool guy, but I feel like he'd make a boring movie because he seems good at his job. True. Michael Moore, on the other hand, doesn't. Oh, so, Michael Moore is a bad man. Yeah, he's a bad man. So I want to make a documentary about Michael Moore making a documentary, but it's just uh, like one of me and you, me and you, filming at a time, and we just point out all the bits where he's doing something stupid. <laughs> we just like try and piss him off we like poke him with a stick every so once in a while yeah it's like uh, <laughs> it is like that scene in just bring back to Knives Out it's like that scene at the start where uh, wherever the people being interviewed say something dumb Daniel Craig presses a piano key in the background yeah but it's just us going <laughs> no Michael that's stupid <laughs> like, so whatever he so usually he's making documentaries about 
it sounds like serious stuff, but really it's just him being a jackass. Sure. So he sometimes he would just make like a documentary about homeless people, but blaming the homeless people. It would just be like, yeah. Michael, that's a dumb shit thing Michael, to do. And then we release it at the same time as his documentary. Or like a day before. Oh, yeah. So it's yeah. like telling people, this is why you shouldn't go see this movie. Yeah. Um, really what happened was I was reading about Michael Moore and I decided I wanted to have a go at him. Yeah, he's got some ideas, but he seems very extreme. He seems like a really angry man. Oh, he does. He seems like he's furious about everything, but he then channels it in a really stupid way. So I want to channel a stupid idea in the right way, which is telling everyone he's stupid. Yeah. Can we pants him at some time? As he's like, you know, I don't know, shouting or something. You just pull down his pants and like, throw eggs at his dick. <laughs> just throw them all at his dick. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, we can. Thank you. That would be a highlight of my life. My other idea was just walking up to uh, to pe- making leaflets that say Santa's not real and walking up to parents and handing them to them in front of their kids. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> so it's like those people that you avoid on the street who are clearly religious people, but oh, yeah. <laughs> let's just say Santa's not real on them. <laughs> Santa's not real. This is what you, inside of a deer looks like. <laughs> but someone's then <laughs> filming from the. Yeah. Someone's then filming from. This is all the stuff he did. <laughs> and then someone's filming from far away, just filming <laughs> the kid's reaction. He just been punched in the face by so many dads. He's all got to me like, hi, I'm here from the church of Santa's not real. And then he hand the kid a leaflet. This is for you, son. Enlist. Enlist in North Korea army. <laughs> It'd be such like, a, it seems like such a harmless prank, but it's actually just yeah. ruining dreams. <laughs> like one out of three kids who get given a leaflet, I just ruined. They get they become like serial killers in, in, in their old age. Yeah. And my final idea was uh, seeing people who are clearly on uh, first dates and recording us walking up to them and making it really awkward by pretending we know one of them. That's really good. <laughs> <laughs> All your ideas are generally like a jackass episode. Uh, we should make we can make a compilation and be like, naked men, live. <laughs> we just ruined first dates by just walking up to one of them and being like, hey dude, I had so much fun last night. Oh man, I'm so yeah. hungover. And then just walking away. <laughs> like, you don't say anything bad. You don't accuse her of anything. Yeah. But you just make it seem like they lied. So you might hear them. Say you're on the table next to them. Oh no, yeah. say, so you have to be far away. Say you're on the other side of the room and you hear one person on the first date say like, yeah, I just went to bed. I had a really early night. I was so excited about today. And that's where one of us sweeps in and goes, oh, yeah. man, you were wild last night. <laughs> just walked yeah. off. Been doing so many drugs. You, you took a line <laughs> off a baby's butthole. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's just really harmless things just so you can see oh, the okay. chaos. So then the other person on the date is like, A, they're like, oh, I thought you said you went to bed early. And then you just yeah. see the other person panic. Yeah. <laughs> But to be fair, if, if someone's going to say, oh, I went to bed earlier, I was really excited about tonight, they're not going to get anyone on a first date. Don't say that on first dates. Act cool. Pretend you don't give a fuck about this woman. All right. <laughs> <Jeez>. <laughs> this is my dating advice. All right, maybe that's pretty harsh. But, you know, don't say I was really excited about going on this date. 
don't do that. Men of the world and women of the world, you know, play it a little bit cooler. Play it a little bit cooler. You know, pretend you've got more shit going on in your life than you do. That's what I do. The other thing you could do is you buy a super cheap shitty phone, like a burner phone. Yeah. And you walk up to one person on the first date and go, hey, man, you left your phone at my place. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> then you just walk off. <laughs> <laughs> it's such a good prank. <laughs> we should kill it generally when we're in England. When I'm we back, in, really we should come out and four or different of these ideas. Just film them. Like it'd be fucking hilarious. It's such a good idea. And you put that phone in a sandwich bag, so it's the most obvious like druggy thing in the world. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like oh, I'm trying to think of more things you could do just to be pure chaos. <laughs> oh, you walk up to one of them and you just go hey man sorry sorry to interrupt you clearly clearly busy but michael said can you text him back no idea who michael is and the other person yeah. won't either and then that person's got to sit there and be like i don't know this michael and but you've put <laughs> the seeds of doubt and you wait for yeah. it to break out into an argument or you could be like Oh, you owe Gary 40 for the naughty powder you did last night. We did this morning. We did this morning. Even. <laughs> yeah, because that's the place it wins up. We've got way more of a problem. You know? <laughs> well, you just walk out that, hey, man, are you coming back to my place later? All right, yeah. I'll let you know. <laughs> just, that's what you want to do. Just cause a small oh. amount of chaos. <laughs> Be like... By the way, dude, the condom busted. The condom broke. <laughs> you're going the most blatant <laughs> thing in the world. You're practically screaming at them to be like, "You're a dick." I'm just about just doing subtle things. Yeah. Like you see that he's got water, so you're like, "Oh, having some water today? Are you still recovering?" And then just walk off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. It's. <laughs> <laughs> Like, you're ruining their chances with this other person. Yeah, but just really subtle ways. Yeah. Yeah. You're like, like, oh, this, this guy's a great ear licker. And you just walk away. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and as subtly as we arrived, we leave. I think those we are leave. some beautiful movies. The best idea is definitely... It's more like an MTV show. <laughs> you just ruin it. Is. It's generally day. like an episode of Jack. Uh, yeah. I definitely want to make it. Like uh, I can be the guy doing the shit. I don't mind. I, I I'll take a few punches in the face. That's fine. Actually, we're going to do it in Newcastle. So maybe not. <laughs> this is the best idea. <laughs> it's, this is a really stupid one, but it's great. <laughs> <laughs> you buy a cheap lead and collar, like a dog collar. Yeah. <laughs> and you just walk up to one of them and go, "You left this at mine." <laughs> 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 just put a lead and a collar on the table and just walk off. <laughs> oh. <laughs> or, like a, or, like, or like a baseball bat. Hammer some nails through it and just put some like fake blood in it and be like, you left this in mine. I've been doing like December. So it's like, you can never say it's uh, Halloween. <laughs> it's so stupid. But that's going to get the conversation going. Like, why was there a lead and collar in it? This isn't mine. Like, why would they bring it to you then? Yeah. Why would they believe You knew your name. Like, somehow. Actually, how can we know the name? But, yeah. We can just, like, pretend we're not here. But you just listen from afar. Like, this gets into a little bit stalkery. But you listen from afar until you know their names. Yeah. 
Sure. And then you walk up to them and you're like, hey, Greg, you left this at my place. And you just put a dog collar on the table. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's like so a really dumb. wet. Like, make, it, make it dirty. Yeah, it's make just it like, it's like leather wet. and for some reason it's covered in mud and it's wet. <laughs> or just some like really torn underwear as well. <laughs> just a whole bag of shopping. <laughs> <laughs> It's like a ridiculously huge bag of used condoms. Be like, you left this to mine. <laughs> Literally like the human size big. Oh, or just a full up toolkit. <laughs> like a really old style toolbox. Yeah. It's just it's like, it's things that they then can't explain. Yeah. It's so ridiculous that a person wouldn't do it as a prank. So yeah. they then have to explain it. And I bet nine out of ten people then it, on the spot invent a story. And they're like, yeah, I left it there because yeah. I was hanging up pictures. <laughs> but they don't even know them. So it's like a social experiment, yeah. really. Sure. Or like pants with like a lift-up bottom. You know those pants where you can get, where you just like have like a zipper around the bottom. I'm pretty sure for, the, for like bumming possible. <laughs> <laughs> oh... Well, we're going to go now and make this. Yeah. This is another oh, good idea. Yeah, go on. I was on a date yesterday, which I already told you about off air. And uh, <laughs> I, you know I've got like a really bad lightsaber tattoo on my leg? Yeah. For fun, for funsies, I was trying to convince her that it was a dildo for like 20 minutes. <laughs> and I had a dildo collection that was at least like 15 dildos big. So <laughs> like two because. I was just bored. I was just like, oh yeah, I was just re- I, uh, I was trying to convince her that I had a really big fat passion for dildos and I thought they were the like, greatest things in the world. As <laughs> <laughs> a genuine story. I just was like, I, I don't, like, I, don't know, I, I didn't really give a fuck if it was going to go bad or good because, you know, reasons that I told you. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Well, that says what sort of person Ben is. And I am the sort of person that you can find at Nathan uh, at Nathan Greenaway on Twitter. And you can find Rogue Opinions at Rogue underscore opinion. Check back for the archives. I said we did a grapple update where we talked all the all the wrestlings. Uh, Bantam Munich, the football pod- podcast is still going. Uh, Room 501 with Reese is still going. Ben will be on an episode, I'm sure, very, very soon. Hopefully. Yep. Uh, and that's it. But Ben, where can people find you? And what you got going on, man? Uh, ben underscore E B E R T. Uh, not much going on. Just uh, you know, I might have some stuff, more interesting stuff to pitch soon. But you know, right now I'm just making my way downtown. <laughs> and what you can do to do us a favor, do the naked men a favor, go to a yeah. local cafe or pub. Look for two people who are clearly on a first date. Then make sure you've got a second smartphone. It doesn't need to be a good one. It could be like an iPhone 3GS. But you've downloaded this podcast onto it. Plug some super cheap headphones into it. Walk up to them and go, hey, you left this in my car. Hand them the phone. Put the earphones in their ear for them. And then press play. Yeah. They'll listen to the whole thing. It's a good prank. And... You've just given them something to enjoy. Definitely. Definitely. I'm if you're, good. Yeah. If you're one of the victims of that prank, uh, hey, hope you enjoyed the show. Hey. 
Well, you're welcome. <laughs> you, you're now you're now aware of the context, and your date <laughs> left about 20 minutes ago. <laughs> Sorry for not having sex, but you know, it's 20 quid. And I'll, I'll do whatever you want. <laughs> All right, guys. We'll speak to you next week. Bye. Bye.